WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Officials say a boil water advisory was issued to residents of Benton Harbor after a failure at the city's water plant caused the chemical treatment to not be performed. Although the initial issue has been resolved, the boil water advisory remains in effect. Berrien County Health Officer Nikki Britton says there's an additional complication due to the fact that many residents are using filters with their water due to lead issues. She has recommendations for steps that everyone should follow when using the water right now. Water needs to continue to be filtered through a certified filter that's certified to filter lead, or it needs to be flushed for five minutes to reduce the risk of lead contamination. This filtered or flushed water then should be boiled for one minute to reduce the risk of a bacterial contamination in the water. Britton said that order is important. First filter or flush the water, then boil it before use. She also said that when the boil water advisory has been lifted, everyone who uses a lead filter will need to get a new one. You can do so through the Berrien County Health Department. Call or stop by during business hours. There was a record high for daily confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Michigan on Thursday. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services reported 5,710 new cases and 51 deaths for the day. Speaking that afternoon, Chief Medical Executive Dr. Janae Caldoun said local health departments are tracking 590 outbreaks around the state. There was a family that attended a birthday party, resulting in an outbreak of six cases. A wedding this fall resulted in 13 new COVID cases. We've seen outbreaks at recreational facilities. Caldoun said if people don't take precautions to stop the spread of the virus, models show there will be 100 daily deaths in Michigan by the time Christmas arrives. State data on coronavirus was delayed for today. The Berrien County COVID-19 dashboard, though, shows the county adding 73 new cases of COVID for Friday. Since the start of the pandemic, Berrien County's had 3,106 cases and 86 deaths. The county on Friday had 35 non-ICU hospitalizations and four people in the ICU. Republican National Committee Chair Ronna McDaniel spoke in Bloomfield Hills today, alleging that Michigan's vote counting process this week was not transparent. She said Republicans are going to investigate. We will not give up on this process until every last issue has been resolved. Today we announced that the RNC has deployed legal teams in four states, including Michigan, to investigate clear irregularities with vote counting and tabulation in those states. McDaniel said some Republican poll watchers were not allowed into counting locations. She accused Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson of lacking transparency and said that there were counting errors in Antrim County that could be repeated in other counties. There's a heightened risk of wildfires in Michigan throughout this weekend, and there's one that continues to burn in Livingston County. It's been burning in the Fowlerville area, and Michigan Department of Natural Resources and Fowlerville fire crews expect to be working to put out hotspots for another two or three days. It's already burned 140 acres. A DNR fire prevention specialist Paul Rogers says the warm, dry weather means the fire risk is higher than usual. We normally have some conditions in the fall when this happens, but we've had four to five days with um, warmer than normal temperatures and then continue through the weekend, and we've gotten several good hard frosts, and that has really cured the grasses, and of course a lot of the leaves have already fallen. Rogers says if you'd like to burn, you should check online for the current status of burn permits in your area. 
He says dry leaves add uh, to the fuel on the ground that can make a fire take off quickly. The fire danger is expected to remain high across most of the state until early next week. The Michigan House Republican Caucus has chosen a new state house speaker. State Representative Jason Wentworth of Clare is taking over the role from outgoing Speaker Lee Chatfield. Wentworth spoke during a news conference yesterday. This election obviously is one for the books. And so now our focus moves to the results of this election and putting together a plan for action for the next two years. The people of Michigan have trusted House Republicans to lead for six terms in a row because we've delivered results on the most important issues time and time again. That trust and confidence continues today. Wentworth is the chair of the House Select Committee on Reducing Car Insurance Rates. He was first elected in 2016 and is a U.S. Army veteran. A victorious Senator Gary Peters had some harsh words for his challenger, Republican John James, after Peters won re-election to a second term in the U.S. Senate this week. Peters was asked to respond to allegations by the James campaign there may have been voting irregularities in Wayne County. It's sad and it's pathetic. They lost. It's very clear. Just count the votes. Uh, that is bottom line. We look at the votes. Uh, you know, I understand, you know, Mr. James has been running for four years. He's lost twice now. So I understand but that uh, doesn't sit well with him. James was leading when the votes were coming in from polling precincts, but his lead evaporated as absentee votes were processed. The luminaries will go out on the streets of downtown St. Joseph on November 20th. St. Joseph Today's Daniel Crevere tells us the annual luminary celebration will feature around 1,000 luminaries out in front of shops. Additionally, this year we're also adding some new holiday lights or new winter lights that will be downtown on State Street and then on the side streets Elm through Ship. And then also we're kicking off the holiday music that plays throughout downtown a little bit earlier this year as well. Crevere says downtown shops will have special deals as part of the luminary celebration. With the 60,000 lights on trees along State Street this winter, the 1,000 luminaries, and then the roughly 1 million lights coming to the area through Light Up the Bluff in December, downtown St. Joseph should be quite the sight this winter. And the Berrien County Sheriff's Department will be taking part in a click-it-or-ticket seatbelt enforcement campaign this month. It says the effort will take place from Monday through November 29th as officers seek to keep people safe for Thanksgiving. The campaign is about awareness and education, but the Sheriff's Department says agencies will be taking a no-excuse approach to seatbelt enforcement, and they will be issuing citations. Click It or Ticket is a program at the U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, and police agencies around the country will be taking part. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues... The counting continues. ABC's Michelle Franzen has the latest. Your voice, your vote. Hour by hour, workers at voting facilities continue to count the huge increase of early ballots cast in this pandemic in the still undecided states. Joe Biden's campaign expressing confidence. Biden now leads in four out of the five states continuing to tally those votes. In Nevada, during a briefing today, Clark County Registrar voters. Joe Gloria says the counting continues and saying that there should be an, an additional 63,000 votes counted. By Sunday, there would be another 60,000 to review, which could stretch into next week. Gloria, when asked about the timing. We're not interested in moving as fast as we can. We want to be accurate. We're very fortunate at this point that we've had staff working for many days, and they're very efficient in what they're doing. 
So we're confident that the work is being done accurately. Other states could also go into the weekend with their counting. President Trump leads in North Carolina. The state still needs to release final results. With continuing coverage, Michelle Franz and ABC News. Top Republican officials in Georgia say they're confident the Secretary of State will ensure that ballots are properly counted. The statement today from the governor, Brian Kemp, and others came a day after President Trump alleged without any details or evidence that election officials are trying to steal the election from him. And Trump said Thursday that, quote, the election apparatus in Georgia is run by Democrats, even though the top election official is a Republican who he endorsed. A new indication of what's next in the post-election battle for the White House. ABC's Jim Ryan has more from Delaware. The parking lot at Chase Center Riverfront in Wilmington is still set up from Tuesday when it was supposed to be used as a drive-in victory or concession speech by Joe Biden. Well, now a senior official with the Biden campaign tells ABC News it will be used during prime time tonight. Biden expected to address the nation. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Wilmington, Delaware. Protesters crying foul over closely watched vote counts rallied outside of tabulation centers in Phoenix and Detroit today, responding to President Trump's baseless claims of widespread fraud in the race for the White House. Elections officials in several states where Democrat Joe Biden leads in the votes counted and said the anger vented outside their doors had left them worried about the safety of their workers. Roughly 200 Trump supporters gathered for a third straight day today in front of the elections center in downtown Phoenix. Quote, arrest the poll workers, the crowd chanted, demanding that Trump's presidency be renewed for four more years. Meanwhile, President Trump tweeting a conspiracy theory about ballots in Georgia. Here's ABC's Lionel Moise. President Trump tweeting, quote, where are the missing military ballots in Georgia? What happened to them? The ballots the president is referring to are military and overseas ballots mentioned in a press conference. Officials said there could be close to 9,000 on the way. Now, Georgia law allows them to arrive Friday and be legally processed. Officials have not said those ballots are missing. Lionel Moise, ABC News. A key Republican senator slamming the president's unsubstantiated claim that Democrats are trying to steal the election. But some GOP leaders struck a more neutral tone and others urged the White House to fight. Senator Mitt Romney of Utah, the party's 2012 presidential nominee, said Trump was within his rights to request recounts and call for investigations where evidence of irregularities exist. But he said Trump is, quote, wrong to say the election was rigged, corrupt or, and stolen. Romney said, adding that Trump's claim, quote, damages the cause of freedom here and around the world. And Trump said uh, Thursday the ballot counting process is unfair. Meanwhile, the president issuing a post-election statement today that appears to be a little different from what he said on Thursday. ABC's Andy Field has details from Washington. The official White House statement does not mention vanishing ballots, rigged systems, or fraud. It also doesn't claim the president will win the election. Instead, President Trump writes that, quote, this is no longer about any single election and that he will never give up fighting for you and our nation. The president also saying, quote, He'll pursue this process through every aspect of the law to guarantee the American people have confidence in our government. Police say a man suspected of shooting two police officers in Wisconsin and who's wanted in North Dakota for an attempted murder has been arrested following large-scale manhunts. Delafield Police Chief Eric Kell says the man was arrested without resistance in a field not far from the Holiday Inn where the officers were shot early today and about 27 miles west of Milwaukee. Police earlier identified him as a 23-year-old Nathaniel Benton wanted in Fargo for a shooting. Law enforcement officials had been looking for the suspect for about nine hours after he fled from a shooting around 1.40 a.m. outside of the Holiday Inn. 
ABC News is now projecting that former astronaut and Democrat Mark Kelly will defeat Republican Martha McSally in the Arizona Senate race. ABC's Alex Stone is more from Phoenix. Just a view on the changing landscape here in Arizona. Right now, Joe Biden is ahead in the vote count. And on Election Day of 2018, Arizona had two Republican senators. Now it appears Arizona will have two Democrats representing the state. It is a big shift in this state that in some areas is still so conservative but it's changing rapidly here in Maricopa County around Phoenix. And Johnny Depp has been forced out of a major movie franchise. Here's Jason Nathanson. It hasn't been a great week for Johnny Depp. Monday came word that he lost his libel case against the U.K. tabloid The Sun, which labeled him a wife beater after claims by ex-wife Amber Heard. Now he's out of the Harry Potter spinoff Fantastic Beasts. Time to come home. In a post on Instagram, Depp says the studio Warner Brothers asked him to resign from the role of wizard Grindelwald, and he's agreed to the request. Warner Brothers says the role will be recast. Depp also vowed to appeal the libel case and says he'll prove the allegations against him are false. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.